Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Yo, what up, everybody? Joe Jackson. S-A-Y, yes. What up, what up? 50-50 pod. Ball podcast. Joined in. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Uh, you guys want to call in and let me know what's going on on your side? On your end, uh, Sammy, what's happening? What's up, everybody? Joe Jackson, hey, Quincy, what's going on? What's going on, man? Uh, Soccer Dad for Life, what's happening, everybody? Uh, As you know, I think Serena did the perfect soccer mom takeover for those first 15 minutes there. Uh, My uh, coaching license course uh, ran a bit long. You guys know what it is. Dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Uh, Trevor, dropping the I'm in your head live our pool fan page, dropping them in your head emoji, spamming that heart button. Uh, uh, Black Players for Change, MLS joined in. Uh, Bruv, this is weird. <laughs> he said, yeah. Fire emoji, inside of Rapids, Serena joining in. Uh, MSL week in, week out. That is correct. Danny.005, what is up, everyone? How are you doing this beautiful Thursday evening 6 p.m pst 9 p.m est you guys know you're rocking with the best uh welcome to another episode of the hashtag ask a soccer pro show it has been a crazy last couple of weeks for many many different reasons uh for many 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 different reasons and um i don't know what episode number we're on to be honest with you so that's what i'm gonna go look up i'm trying to look that up right now Soccer pro. Um, so I can at least give you guys a little bit on that. What are we? Ask a Soccer Pro Show, episode 95? Yes, I think we're on episode 95. And uh, yeah, we. it's been an exciting one. You said, so you got the perfect soccer bomb takeover who just joined in. I'm going to check that replay out myself as well, too. Uh, but you guys know what it is. It's the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show where we go deep, breaking down the MSL, the Mental Strength League. I'm 12-year professional soccer player Quincy Ameriqua, uh, 11 years in the MLS, that's Major League Soccer, and just recently completing this year with Las Vegas Lights FC of USL. Every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, we all join in live here on the Perfect Underscore Soccer Instagram account to talk about mental strength and what it takes to accomplish your goals. The Perfect Soccer community, the MSL Army has been growing and has been dedicated and committed for like almost, I think we're almost at two years now, everybody, which is pretty cool. Uh, and uh, we we just break down the seven-step AmeriCorps process and go over them three S's of self-awareness. You guys know what it is. Thanks to Liverpool FC fan page. Uh, 
pinning the link down there below. If you guys haven't listened to the three S's of self-awareness talk yet, make sure you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS and download that sweet knowledge of self-awareness. Just like me just taking a, a, a nice sip of that mental strength is greater than physical strength. Change my mind cup of coffee in that picture there. Shout out Todor for the, the funny meme. Um... Always come in with the flames. Uh, everyone's spamming that heart button. I appreciate that. It's great to see everybody. Um, for those of you who have any questions, drop them in the comment chat box here below. If anyone wants to call in and join in on the live, let's do that as well too. And uh, what was saying? An update on just all things in general. Yeah, so as you guys drop some... Let's see, as you guys drop some questions in the chat box and continue to spam that heart button, MSL fan page said Quincy for president. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. What's going on, John? Welcome. Uh, yeah, as you guys drop any questions you guys have in the chat box, I'll give you kind of an update on the, on a couple of things. So we got uh, the meme game going strong as use, as per use. Uh, and then uh, what do we got here? Uh, Stuart. Uh, Stuart, who is a San Jose Earthquakes fan, had uh, told me to to teach. Uh, oh, Cade! Oh man, why am I messing up his name? Cade. Oh, let me make sure so I don't butcher his name. Yeah, Cade Codwell. That's why I was getting it mixed up. I was like, wait, Codwell. Last name Cade Codwell. Uh, young signing for San Jose Earthquakes. I think in their most recent game, he took a really nice touch around his defender. Um, but he didn't look up for the chip. And those of you who know or are San Jose Earthquakes fans, you should know about the chip. You should definitely know about the chip. And if you don't know about the chip, now you know about the chip. You need to go check out the chip. You need to check out the chip. Uh, but... Yeah, we're having a bit of fun over there on Twitter. Like I told you guys, uh, you'll get a much more immediate uh, response from me over on Twitter because I just kind of enjoy that platform for conversations a little bit more um, for some reason. Instagram, it's so difficult to keep up on comments and the likes. All, everything's in the same feed. It's just annoying. Um, as I'm sure you guys know, uh, so Twitter's the the place to be to join in on the banter. But uh, he had asked if I can teach him how to how to chip the keeper. And you guys know me. I said, of course, because we love sharing that MSL knowledge out here. And uh, with that, there's only really one rule when it comes to learning how to chip that's crucially important. And that number one rule is chips always on. Always. Never forget that. Chip's always on. Hoo-wee! Hoo-wee! Paul PG uh, Sports uh, joining in. Perfect Soccer audio engineer, host of the Perfect Soccer podcast, dropped his comment, which is Twitter's the best. I know he's a big uh, Twitter supporter. He's big on Twitter. Um, Benjamin, what's going on? Uh, okay, so Paul. Dot, so let's get into some of the questions. 
Um, I think I gave you guys some enough updates. I don't know if I gave you enough updates, but whatever. If you guys got questions about what's going on and what's happening, you guys know what it is. Just ask. It's the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. So you just ask. Um, let me get my my fire meme on over there. Soccer.gh. What's going on? Um, let's see. Oh, okay, Paul.ktd uh, said, "How do I go D one in soccer?" Um, well. trying to think it depends on where you're at how old you are and um how much time you have to prepare and what kind of resources you have available to you the best piece of advice that i could give you when it comes to comes to that is i'd say head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash pstm that's pstm perfect soccer team member um enter there you'll 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 go straight to um to uh our site so you can create yourself a f- your free perfect soccer team membership account and when you create yourself a free account you'll get access access to the ultimate college soccer recruiting blueprint that will break down for you step by step what it takes to play at the collegiate level which also includes the division one level so uh it's broken down in a way that uh if you're a senior junior uh sophomore freshman as well as if you're not even in high school yet and you're super proactive in preparing for trying to get to the Division One level, like uh, our fellow Perfect Soccer OG, uh, Ross LeBeau. Shout out Ross LeBeau. If you guys, if you guys haven't in a while, make sure you go, go spam his uh, account and, and ask him where he's at. Tell him, tell him we're missing him. Um, but yeah, Ross, Ross and I wrote the book on that. And... Um, it's in the training center for free. So if you guys haven't created your free uh, uh, membership account yet, I don't know why. I, uh, I almost don't know how many more times I got to tell you guys to go create your create your account before you actually do it, and then read and download all the knowledge and experience that you need to accomplish your goals because it's there. It is there. Um, let's see what we got here. Soccer.gh gave me a wave and said, Legend, thank you very much. appreciate that. Hope you are well. Um, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Rory said, hey, dude. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Uh, Luca Ponder dot underscore asked, what are your thoughts on VAR in the mo- in modern soccer. Um, what are my thoughts on VAR? I think it was introduced for the right reasons and like with the right intention and the goal is to get, get calls right. You know what I mean? So something egregious doesn't happen and this doesn't get called or, or yeah, yeah. Avoiding like, Really bad calls. That's the whole point of it, right? Making the game more equitable, more fair. And to that, I think it's a positive thing. But just like everything, and especially the game of soccer, like you're not going to get everything right, and it's not going to be perfect. And I think that's what people get wrong about VAR. The assumption is that it's going to be perfect, and it'll never make mistakes. 
and there's no degree for human error at all. Um, that's the expectation, which I understand, and that's the goal, right? But the problem is when there is an error or there is that in between, then it just creates a lot of conversation and debate, which essentially ends up being a positive and net positive for the game overall at the end of the day. So think about it. Like every single time that there's a, there's a very controversial call as a result of VAR, people are even more passionate and more involved in the conversation. So like, I don't think that was the actual intent of putting in VAR, but controversy, that's what like, that's what gives the game like the emotional investment that people put in into it, you know, like it's not as it's not as much fun to think that it was just a genuinely honest mistake and they just got it wrong and they missed it as it is to think that they purposely constructed everything to go against your team here right now. Right? Like the second's way more sexy, way more true, especially when it's going against you, right? Uh, so those are kind of my thoughts on it. Um, I think refs are doing the best job that they can, and they're they're going to make mistakes. And I, but I also think when you make mistakes, you should be held accountable for mistakes. If what if what we're talking about is, you know, what is an appropriate consequence if you get it wrong on VAR. Okay. That's another conversation. Um, and then what's, what's the realistic expectation in VAR? Again, those are all conversations to be had. And at the end of the day, uh, there ha- there'll be a line drawn at some point in time. And there'll always be someone who's, who doesn't agree with where the line is drawn. So the problem still persists. So there is no, magic bullet but there is a magic mentality the mso mentality so you can see both sides and and learn to adjust and appreciate the value in both sides and find that inner peace you know and uh inner appreciation and respect and um acknowledgement uh of what the game is now what it was before and what it will turn into because it's it's evolution it's to evolve. Adapt or die. MSL. I'm in your head. You know what it is, everybody. Um, uh, Yusuf said, did you see the USMNT roster? I have not seen that yet, so um, I couldn't comment too much on that. Um, ben... Oh, Ben had said, how did the meeting go or the training session you were at? So I'm taking my um, coaching license and um, it's uh, it's through, it's not through Zoom. The thing's called like Big Blue something. Big Blue Button is some online platform that's like Zoom. Um, and we're doing our online sessions. So um, it's interesting. I don't know if I've... Yeah, I've never been in an online course that was structured that you had to like attend. Um, I've just taken a lot of courses and classes, but they're ones that you just you do the material and read and research on your own time. So th- it's been interesting. Um, some positives in it, like you get the collaborative piece where you can talk with other individuals talking through ideas and stuff. But then there's also like 
downsides to it as well too because you're not picking your schedule and I've just grown accustomed to learning things on my own time so it went good though it's going well Uh, soccer dad for life said me and Ross talk quite a bit lately. Okay, yeah, is he is he coaching locally where you're at? You're you're in Chicago, the Chicago area, right? Um, Timmy Pig fourteen said one hundred percent the best resource. He's talking about that perfect soccer team membership area. Uh, what uh, what do you think is what have you found to be most valuable from the from the training center? Yusuf, uh, J-J-U-S-E-F-10 asked, what's your thought thoughts when you receive a ball around the box? Well, typically the thought is, did I create space or an angle to make it as easy as possible for the player to get me the ball? And can the player see me? And usually if uh, you receive a ball at the top of the box, they did see you and they did play you. So then it's, um, okay, have you done well enough to create space or make movement before receiving the ball so that you can uh, take a touch and get a shot off? Um, depending on where you are on the field determines what your ultimate goal is. Um, typically, I'm playing more of a supportive role as like a wall and um, a target man. So usually when the ball's coming in, I'm looking to lay off or lay it back or hold it up and wait for guys to overlap or run and then play the ball to the side so they can they can shoot and score. So that's usually what I'm thinking, but I also know what most other forwards are thinking is just turn and shoot, turn and shoot, um, which is one way to play it. Let's see... Uh, ben said VAR has been more egregious than some bad calls in my opinion. I, I agree. And that's where I think that was kind of, that was the point of what I was saying. Like, because the expectation is that it's supposed to be perfect, like when it's wrong, it's almost like people are almost offended that the, that they got it wrong because there's no way that you can see how they could get it wrong. Cause you're like, we can see it. It's there. It's slow motion. But I think one thing that's different, so this is where I'm, 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 uh, I'm defending the refs, right? Even when they're getting it blatantly and obviously wrong in the sense that the difference between American soccer and American football, right? Is like, there's designated stoppages of play regularly. Like that's part of the game. So like, there's no, there's no, uh, incentive there's no there's no like real driving motivating factor to keep the flow of the football game going right and then you have way more cameras there and you have way more referees and you have way more people looking and breaking it down and they've been doing that process for much much longer than soccer has to be fair var is fairly new so like and soccer is a fluid game where if they take too long breaking stuff down and they and they break down everything and look at it and go that way, then people get mad because you're disrupting the flow of the game and now the game's not soccer anymore, it's American football and now there's timeouts and all that other stuff as well too. So 
So I think it's more so a matter of they're they're probably not going to get rid of VAR because the the stats and data definitely show that more call much, much more calls get right than wrong, and as time goes on, those numbers will yeah will only get better because the process will get more refined. They'll have more uh, they'll have more instances of of and experiences of understanding of how to not disrupt the flow of the game, how to communicate faster, um, how to come to certain decisions. And, um, yeah, it's just a process. It's going to take time. But during that time, we're going to see some really ridiculous calls. Like I think the one that people have been most up in arms about was the, I think it was the LAFC game. Like the ball went out of bounds on the end line. And was it LA Galaxy? I think LA, it was LAFC versus LA Galaxy, and the ball went out of bounds at one end of the field, and most of the players just stopped playing because they thought the ref should see it. They ended up scoring. Typically, VAR will catch that, and the goal wouldn't count. But before VAR and during VAR, I would always tell players, never stop playing until you hear the whistle, no matter what. So, because there's no guarantee that there won't be a mistake made. And if you just kept playing and made sure the ball got kicked out or you stopped the ball or you played, then then there is no goal and there is no problem. There is no issue and there is no big blow up and problem and stuff like that. So, um, that's, but that's the MSL mentality, right? We had an opportunity to stop the play and to prevent the goal. And we're hoping that VAR will help catch those mistakes. That's our fail safe. But uh, as you can see, you can't always, uh, it's not always a guarantee. Mistakes are made. And uh, it's saying, are you able to capitalize on on mistakes when they're made? And uh, can you maximize, can you maximize your productivity? This is good. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Um, Ben's talking about, um, some specific, so he said, I've seen a VAR in, um, in a premier league match. Can't remember who it is, who it was, but a PK was called because a defender's hand hit the ball, but he was definitely just in running motion. Yeah. Like soup, slowing stuff down, doing super slow motion. Is it intentional? Is it a natural arm movement? It, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, subjective. All of it's subjective. And we're talking about that line in the sand. Uh, at some point in time, you have to make a decision. And sometimes, you know, that's, but you got to learn to, I think, the, I guess my point from all this is, hey, you got to learn to appreciate that because there's going to, because the universe, right, is going to give you that call sometimes and the universe is going to, Give that call to the other person sometimes. And I think the more times that you're just, you know what I mean, appreciate the universe and you're telling them, hey, you know, him, her, it, whatever, I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm grateful. I have the opportunity. Tends to lead to that call going your way a lot more than going against. Um, let's see, 50-50 ball pod. Asked, do you have any soccer-related good habits, whether it's to help your physically, uh, help you physically or mentally? Do you have any soccer-related good habits? Well, I guess the 
one of the one of the great soccer related good habits that I have that's almost coming in on two years is joining in every Thursday, six PM PST ninety nine yeah, six I said six AM. Six PM PST, nine PM EST every Thursday on the perfect soccer account to break down the MSL. Right? So that's been a soccer related for the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. I would say that it's a good habit and I'd and I'd say many, many uh Members of the Perfect Soccer community have developed a great habit that is soccer-related, joining me here on the show, um, and it's uh, it's to help mentally. I also f- believe it, it it bleeds into helping physically because having a strong mind, um, uh, practicing self-awareness, practicing mindfulness um, leads itself to, um, to understanding the importance of physical health as well, too, so... Um, that would be my soccer related good habit. Um, yeah, I'd say that's the strongest soccer related habit, especially during this quarantine life and period, uh, mainly cause for what, seven or eight months I was without team and back to it with the off season again. So let's see what we got here. Raheem, what's up? Welcome to the live. Uh, Soccer Dad for Life had said, "Yeah, Chicago, but most mostly talking politics." Yeah, I've I've seen Ross's posts lately. Um, let's see. Uh, the real Eldon asked at the, said at the youth level physicality is so important i know some technical guys who don't do anything on the field but it's always the muscular fast dudes who get the most goals yeah right now but the technical the technical ones who are good and spend the time to really develop and understand and learn the game will learn how to outsmart the physically gifted individuals now there's there's a rare few uh athletically gifted individuals who you just you you can't teach that level of athleticism and uh you can't compete with them on an athletic level but um but there's always a way to even beat the most athletic athletic player fast player and it uh comes down to your mind your mentality your approach how how are you learning the game and and definitely your technical ability so um, don't let that deter you from doing the work you know you need to do to improve your game. Um, Luca said, I think they should add more refs on the field to get more views on the play that just happened. Ooh, that's interesting. My first inclination was to not agree with that, but... Mainly because I'm going like, it'd be difficult to have multiple people having the conversation and saying it to the referee. And then I was thinking like, well, maybe that's, maybe that's not, that's not right. Think about that more. More eyes would be better or could be in theory would be better. And then I thought back through it again and I'm landing on, I don't believe that that would be better. Not because having more eyes wouldn't be good. I think the issue and problem is soccer is so subjective Two refs can see the same thing and have an idea as to different outcomes. Um, And if there's more refs on the field, then you're saying like what? 
refs see it, multiple refs see it, then they talk to the fourth, then the fourth processes it and decides if it's worth sharing with the with the with the on field. You know what I'm saying? Like how would that work? Or you're or you're now now I'm thinking more like you don't have a, a rep that goes. Hmm. Like you have two refs on the sideline, but you just you're you're creating more variable. That's what I'm thinking. Like you're creating more variables that actually I think does more harm than good. At the end of the day, because you want to keep the game going, you want to keep it the play going, and then if there's a disagreement between refs, then then someone's always feeling as though they're getting screwed. Yeah. If I say onside, if, if we're two refs and we're on the side and only one's allowed to call offside, but both can call fouls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think through how to how, how I think that that would work or make better. Like, I'm, I'm honestly trying to think about it, but... Um, It might be better in the long run, but the time it would take to learn how to do it and to implement it, I think there's too many mistakes that would have to ha- would have to happen for it to to have a better system, and I don't think people would have the patience for it. So I think that's my kind of final takeaway from all of that. It's not that it couldn't be better, and it and it might not, and it could be more efficient. It's that people are too impatient to wait for for things to improve. They want them to be perfect right now, and if it's not perfect and better and easy right now then we'll just stick with even the old crappy system that we have because we know how it works and we understand it people are not huge on change and myself included once you learn something and you know how it works you're you're less inclined to want to keep doing that unless you're real young but once you start getting enough experience, once you start learning, that changes. Let's see what we got here. Um, let's see. Check the... We'll see this. So uh, MD underscore CJ underscore said, if you still live in the DMV area, I'd like to invite you to watch me play and give me tips. I no longer live in the DMV area. I'm sorry. Um, but every once in a while, I do make my way out to uh, to a follower's game. So, uh, yeah, never not ask. Don't ever not ask because you never know. Um Seven, eight hours. I'm not sure what that was referencing. Let's say college soccer last. Okay. So JJUSEF10 said college soccer last two and a half months, two to three months. I have felt really fatigued after first month in my freshman year. Even when doing good cool down stretch food, what could I have done wrong? Okay. Two and a half months, really fatigued after first month. I mean, your first months of freshman year of college or of high school 
speaking of fatigued, I am I'm getting there. Today has been a long one, nonstop. Uh, my boys had soccer practice again today. Um, which was fun. I want to say, like, yeah, that's why I'm tired. I think I woke up at like 5.30 this morning. Um, let's see. College. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, if this is last year, your freshman year of college, um, and you're getting tired, is because your course work and your course load probably jumped significantly. I'd say you probably were just experiencing more mental fatigue than anything else and adapting to the change like takes time to adjust and uh you're probably exposed to and processing way more information than you were typically and normally would so it's just kind of an acclimation period it's like adjusting to the new course load uh, the new um environment the new relationships um ideas people a uh, lot there's a lot there uh, stress, you know, like worries, thoughts of the unknown, getting used to new things. Just, it, it could be a lot. So that's probably more what it was. And yeah, uh, the real Eldon said, you might not be doing it enough. How much sleep are you getting? Um, yeah. So see, this is what's dope about the community. You guys working together, um, sharing ideas, figuring it out. Asking questions. No context, Dylan. What's up, brother? Um, all right, yeah, everyone, I'm wrapping it up here soon. So if there's any other questions, be sure to drop them here. And, uh, yeah, if the, the questions are... Let's see... Oh, Soccer Dad for Life said, not sure if I missed, but what are your thoughts on futsal as an added piece of overall soccer training? I think it's good. You know, I think it's a good alternative um, to just on-field on stuff. Breaks it up. Makes it fun. You get to, you know, try more tricks and do more things that you can't necessarily, or I won't say can't necessarily, aren't as easily done or accomplished on the grass field. I like some good uh, indoor indoor action. It's always fun. I need to get back to doing some pickup soccer. Um, or trying with the mass and stuff. I haven't... Yeah. This has just been such a weird time. Such a weird time. Um, huh. Huh. Uh... Live, live or pool FC fan page asks, is joining a soccer academy a good thing? I mean, I, yeah. Especially if that's like you've got, uh, if you've got goals to play professional one day or, uh, you know, make your way up the, make your way up the ranks. Um, if you have an opportunity to play, I think you should take it or at least play at the highest level that you have access to. Um... Yeah, but if your goal is just to have fun and to enjoy yourself and not really, like, get to a professional level or, or play at a very high level, then I'd say play where you have the most fun playing. I don't think everybody needs to be a pro player one day or be focused or trying to become a pro. Um, I think the 
it's way better in my opinion to focus on just enjoying the game and uh, dedicating the time you want to it based on your passion and, and love for the game. You know, and if college and pro becomes an option eventually, that's great. But if not, that's okay too, as long as you're enjoying yourself and having fun. Uh, Coulter underscore M-A-B-E asked best ways to get exposed to colleges. I'd say the best way is to go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. Create yourself a free Perfect Soccer team membership account um, and uh, download and read the per- the ultimate college soccer recruiting blueprint. Uh, you'll also get access to the Perfect Soccer player blueprint, the goalkeeper uh, blueprint, time management sheets, uh, one week of our B-Pro at-home weekly training program, what else? Uh, three S's of self-awareness talk, some some uh, workbooks. And then now that I'm working on some of the, the coaching stuff and getting tactical formation, all that kind of stuff broken down, I'll probably add the things that I'm working on and, and breaking down uh, to the training center as well too. Uh, think about it, I had to break down some, some game clips. So uh, maybe I'll add that to the training center so you guys can see my assessment in there. It's also giving me more ideas of where to put stuff. Uh, but yeah, let me know. Uh, Danny.005 asked, would joining a UPSL team be beneficial in trying to climb the ladder to going pro? Yes. I mean, if to, if you're trying to climb the ladder, that's, that's a step on the ladder, right? But I think what's most important is understanding that no matter what level you're starting at and building to climb the ladder, it's a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of energy, effort. Uh, and your focus should be, coming, should be becoming the best at every level you get to. So if you're starting out on uh, uh, the U.S., UPSL level, um, then you should be looking at like, okay, what is it that I need to do? And how do I become the best player at this level? And then how do I can I get can I use that to get a jump to the next level? And then how do I become the best at that and make the jump up there? So I said, that's a long term winners mindset type of process. But if you got the MSL mindset, and you're dedicated, you're committed, and you do what is necessary to learn, build those connections and make, make the climb up the ranks. You can do it. But will you do it? Are you committed to doing what's necessary to make it happen? That is a question you can only answer if you commit to doing the work for long enough. And that might be 10 years, 15 years before you get any level of success or make it. Uh, let's see. This is great. Yep, I see Ben and and you guys talking in the comments, which is great. Uh, which makes me think more to. I need to. I need to get the activity in the Facebook group up and going again. Do you guys? Would you guys see or find any value out of having um, participating in the Facebook group? Um, and getting that going. Oh, I don't even. Oh. 
excuse me, it's always difficult because I'll do it a little bit, but then, I mean, it takes a lot of work and time, and um, I'll get sucked down the vortex, spend like three hours answering like one comment or question, but there'll be like uh, 10 of them. So uh, I like the video format where I'm answering questions like this more fluidly. But I, I think more so the Facebook community so that everybody could uh, ask each other questions. So more so, you know, a space for you guys to ask and answer each other's questions, collaborate, uh, share ideas and what works for you and what doesn't. Uh, PDog747 said, uh, just tuning in. Thanks for being you, Quincy. Uh, playing in Brazil 7th Division from Canada. Need to improve playing... Uh, playing reduced games and playing quicker and smarter. Any tips? Yeah, okay. So if you're in the seventh division in Brazil, well, first, thanks. appreciate you tuning in and thanks for the kind words. Um, I think, to be honest with you, the quickest way to improve is watch uh, perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS, listening and watching that that talk and downloading, uh, getting the podcast link on Perfect Soccer Radio. Um, listening to that regularly, like once a week, uh, that'll help give you that perspective and that framework so that you can build your way through the system you're at as quickly as possible. Self-awareness is the key to it. And practicing that is extremely important and using that as your base and knowing that you're committed and dedicated to doing that, you know, just saying like one hour a week, listening to that talk, um, and, building the mental strength to be able to listen to that talk once, one hour every week, just committing to that, you know, two, three, four, six months from now, you will see massive improvements just by committing to doing that per hour, uh, an hour per week. Now, um, additionally to that, uh, then going into the training, perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM, creating yourself a free account, Read the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint. Read the Ultimate College Soccer Recruiting Blueprint. Read the Goalkeeper Blueprint. Uh, watch the Time Tip Management course. Uh, watch the the webinar replays. Re-listen to previous episodes. Watch One Skill, One Drill. Watch Tactical Tuesdays. Watch In-Depth with Ross. Watch uh, One Skill, One Drills. Watch Fitness Fridays. Like uh, Tune into the show weekly. Um, all the tools and resources are there. Uh, creating the plan and committing to it is, is, an, is another thing that's necessary, but... I can understand that we've got a lot of stuff and it's hard to know where to start and how to do that. So just, even with me realize, better realizing, understanding that now, I'm saying start with the three S's of self-awareness. Commit to one hour a week, listening to that replay every week for the next month. So you're listening to it four times. You're, you're staying committed to listening to that for one hour a week, same day, same time, every week for a month. And I think that alone will help you build that framework to then spend an extra hour a week working on your tactics or your uh, technical ability or your mindfulness or whatever it is that you feel is most important. And then you build from there. It, you're not going to get to the end. You're not going to get to the end in the beginning. So pace yourself. You want your career to last over a long duration of time, right? You want, you want, you want to maximize the amount of time that you get to enjoy the good times. And if you want to do that, then take that long-term winner's mindset. Appreciate the down times and the low times and the things that are difficult. And learn how to appreciate those times and be present in them 
because if you can find appreciation in those low times and the worst times and the things that are horrible, I mean, then just imagine how amazing the, the good times are going to be. Um, but that's a good, good one. Let's see. It's good. Facebook would be good. I'm saying Facebook would be good. Um, Uh, oh, Ben said, is there going to be a No Room, No Problem series this winter? It would be extra awesome with everything going on. I think it would be as well, too. I would task you with sending that request to Ross and ask him if he'll bring the No Room, No Problem series back for this winter. Because um, I know you guys would love to have it. That was one of our most popular, if not the most popular, um, series on the Perfect Soccer channel to date. Was no room, no room, no problem. Um, need to do that and add that to the uh, uh, B Pro Weekly program. E H A R R E N twenty one said, "Sorry, I'm late. Had to do some homework. Not a problem. That's why I was late as well too. Was doing my homework or taking my class. So understood. You guys know what it is. I tell you, uh, education is key. Get that schoolwork done." But all right, um, we've got. I'm wrapping up here. The last minute. Uh, but this is great to great to see. Uh, P Dog said, "Okay, thanks. We'll do." I remember your your talk about playing scared really helped. Love to hear that. Um, love to hear that you guys have listened to uh, stuff in the past. You found value in it so much so that you joined back in uh, for today's episode and hopefully f- future episodes. But uh, that'll that'll do it. That'll wrap it up for today's episode of the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. I want to I want to thank everybody for joining in for today's episode. Um, love seeing you guys tune in regularly, as usual. Um, yeah, nothing too. Oh, I'd l- let you guys know if you haven't checked it out yet. Um, uh, check out my interview with Black in Sports. Did that, I think, a week ago. Um, that was a good interview. I enjoyed that interview. It was a good time. Uh, talked about a lot of great stuff. Uh, my career and just yeah, a lot. We covered a lot in a short amount of time, so it was dope. Uh, ben Jammin, Liverpool, dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Uh, Joe Jackson, dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Said another great live. Quincy, always love tuning in every week. Have a great week. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, Soccer Dad said good night, all. Um, let's see, uh, Luca, uh, yeah, send that into the contact at perfectsoccerskills.com account. Uh, it might take a while for, for me to get to it, but, um, send it over there and I'll, I'll try my best. Add some specific questions that you're wanting, um, answered and, uh, write a breakdown and assessment of how you feel what you feel of your game, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and what you're currently doing to improve and get better. Um, put all that together and send it over and I'll have a look. Let's see. Uh, Liverpool said waiting on next week. And MLS fan page asked the same. So, yes, same for you as well too. So that will wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, uh, for joining in. Uh, 
E H A R R E N twenty one. Thanks for joining in, even if it was catching up at the end there. Uh, happy to see um, your Abby join in. Uh, Garrison Rivera eight. Good night. Great to have you. Appreciate having you. Um, thank you very much. All right, everybody. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. And as always. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.